0: On today's Locked On Texan podcast, the Houston Texans blow another fourth quarter lead in route to a 38-20 loss against the Vegas Raiders. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to a Monday edition of the Locked On Texan podcast, a part of the Locked On on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Texans is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive a 100% Instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's pricepicks.com. Promo code locked on. I'm John Hickman. Of course, I'm joined by none other than Cody Davis here to discuss the Houston Texans, who again entered the fourth quarter with a, two, a 20 to 17 lead over the Vegas Raiders, but allowed 21 points in the fourth quarter, including a Davis Mills pick six on the day. Davis Mills threw four. 304 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Damian Pierce continues to shine as the Houston Texan lead back. He ran for 92 yards on the ground on 20 carries along with 25 receiving yards. Jordan Aikens led the way with 68 receiving yards on three catches. Nico Collins left the game with a growing injury. But I think the story of the game from Sunday's matchup, the Texans' defense allowed 164 rushing yards. 143 of that coming from Josh Jacobs, who completely took over that second half. Cody, what is going on defensively? What happened on Sunday? What was your takeaway from the game recap?
1: that the Texans' defense just isn't good. And I don't know if it's the players or lack thereof because, you know, going into this game, this was a game where the Texans did play without Jonathan Grenard, which means the defensive line unit was weak. And then, you know, right at the start of the game, the defensive line unit got even weaker with the loss of Malik Collins. And we're going to talk about all the injuries um, later on in the show. But, John, you know, once again, I just take a look at a Texans' defense. And before we move forward i want to say this john you know ever since the start of the season i've came came on this show and talked about how much it was actually the offense that had let down the defense but on today i truly do believe that it was actually the defense that let down the offense because through three quarters davis mills the wide receiving quarter offensive line the run game the houston texans were connecting on all cylinders through the first three quarters but the Houston Texans defense could not stop the Las, the Las Vegas Raiders down for nothing. Yes, Josh, Josh Jacobs came out there and did his thing, but I also don't want to look don't want to overlook the fact that Devontae Adams had a good day. Yes, they he, this was the first game in two tries that he was held under 100 receiving yards however he did finish with 95 yards on eight catches and i do believe the only reason why he didn't eclipse over 100 receiving yards is due to the fact that the las vegas raiders looked at themselves and say you know what we're going to just continue to run the ball because once again we are sitting here talking about how the houston texans cannot stop the run it's really disappointing. And, John, you know, I opened up my statement by saying I don't know if it's the talent. Now, once again, I'm looking at the coaching staff. I'm looking at Lovey Smith because he still does not want to change his defensive schemes for nothing.
0: Yeah, I think early on in the game, I thought defensively they were doing a very good job of rotating their linebackers in and out. on that, In that first half, first quarter, we saw all linebackers pretty much. We saw, you know, um, Harris out there, who they trusted on a third and long early in the game. We saw Wallow out there. You know, we was able to see uh, Cashman was able to get out there as well, play some good ball. So for Houston early in the game, I thought that they were trying to, at the very least, attempt to switch it up. They were a little bit more aggressive in their play calling defensively early in the game. I think with the loss of Malik Collins, that kind of changed a lot of things. When Malik mm-hmm. Collins out the defensive line got dominated up front and the linebackers after, after that point collectively looked confused and lost the entire second half. And I also would like to say that though he made a couple of plays here and there, the Texans were right as a coaching staff and a decision from Levy Smith to not rush Christian Harris back because he needed that time. Uh, there was times throughout the game where I was scratching my head thinking, you know what, man, what are you doing or – That athleticism that we saw in college is not translating over as of right now off game one based off what we're seeing. But I think collectively as a whole, whenever you're able to have a team that – Josh Jacobs in the last two weeks, man, has been running the ball phenomenally well. So coming into the game on Sunday against the Texans, they continue that trend. But you know what I think really hurt the Houston Texans the most is throughout the game they just was not able to – consistently get after Derek Carr, um, and they were able to do so early on, right? We can look at when David Carr got hit, banged up really quick on, in the first quarter, was down for a little minute, had to come out for a, a play. You know, that was when they were able to get after him early in the game, but throughout the game, the, everything just settled for Carr, right? Everything just settled for this offense for Oak, for Vegas, and, <laughs> you know, it was easy for them to determine that they're not going to be able to stop us running the ball. Defensively, the Texans were not able to do so. They became gassed throughout that game. And Vegas just knew that. They just continued to get the ball to Josh Jacobs with their veteran quarterback. Car plays throughout that game, and especially in their second half. Um, but offensively, the Raiders had the Texans' number because they recognized early that – they're not able to stop what we're, we're able to do pretty good right now in the NFL with the with Josh Jacobs running the ball. And when Collins went out, it was pretty much a wrap from there. This episode of locked on Texans is brought to you by prediction, strike the world's first sports stock market. You can now invest in professional athletes, just like stocks. It's lower risk alternative to sports betting and athletes prices move based on performance and supply and demand. So for example, If you would have invested in Jalen Hurts a year ago, you'd be up 48.2%. Kyle Pitts is down 44.12% after struggling to start the year. Tons of other options for you to look at. All athletes benefit too, and you are entitled to a percentage of their market cap. Unlike sports betting companies, 2.5 trade fees apply. Lower, uh, Lower in real money sports, you can now invest in four sports, not just the NFL, but UFC, NBA, MLB as well. Download the Prediction Strike app and use the code LOCKED to get free share when you sign up and make your first deposit of 20 or more. That's promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, for a special one-time giveaway. Again, download the Prediction app and use the promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, for a free share when you sign up and make your first deposit of over $20 or more. Whether you're looking to pop the question, have a milestone you're wanting to celebrate, or you want to sparkle your love and have your love sparkle with some jewelry, Blue Now can help you make your celebrations even more memorable. As the original online jeweler, Blue Now offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. Shop stress-free, With Bluenow.com, 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Bluenow orders are insured and shipped for free in a discreet package. They also offer overnight shipping in a rush as well. Make your moment sparkle with Bluenow. Go to Bluenow.com and use promo code LockedOn to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That's Bluenow.com code LockedOn to save $50 on your first purchase. Of 500 dollars or more at bluenow.com
1: welcome back ladies and gentlemen to this monday installment of locked on texans me and john are disappointed because he came so close to having a victory monday which would have been the second of the season but ladies and gentlemen john we opened up this this show talking about how disappointed how bad the defense was however it's the complete 180 for this offense and i don't know how you feel about this offensive performance but i truly do believe that this is the best the houston texans played on the offensive side of the ball even when you compare their play to week one of the regular season in the tie against the indianapolis colts and i say that because of course every time you talk about the offense you could talk about the run game talk about the offensive line talk about the wide receiving core the tight end core but at the end of the day it all goes back to one man and of course that one man is davis mills this might be if not the best the second best game we have ever seen from davis mills john you gave his numbers at the start of the show he threw for 302 yards which marked the fifth time in his career he threw for over 300 yards but what i love most about davis mills performance is how he played through the first three quarters when he was 19 for 25 for 229 yards and two touchdowns and that performance he had in the third quarter was the best he played in the most passing yards he threw for in the first three quarters throughout this entire season some quick notes that i love from davis mills he looked more poised he looked more confident in the pocket he had better control in the pocket and when the pocket started to collapse the young man finally use his leg to help the houston texans sustain their drives one of my favorite play of the day was when he rolled to the left and was able to hit philip dorsett for that touchdown pass when the pocket started to collapse to collapse and i think another thing that i love most about davis Mills' performance is the fact that he actually spread the ball around extremely well he wasn't just targeting brandon cooks he wasn't just targeting um, Rex Burkhead. He spread the ball around really good, and this is the Davis Mills I would like to see moving forward.
0: Yeah, I want to say that one important number for the Houston Texans against the Raiders was on third down. Hmm. Now, though they only put up 20 points and was not able to continue to score with that team on Sunday, they went into their fourth quarter again hot, offensively and i think that they strung together a couple of the like you said couple of the best drives we've seen this entire year but on sunday nine of 15 on third down for the houston texans offense who is one of the worst third down teams if not the worst third down team well, It was the NFL. worst <laughs> 19 of 65 on the year so again when we look at this offense I think a perfect combination of, and of course at the end you saw Davis Mills pick up a lot of you know stat padding numbers with Darre, who D'Orrey Ogunbowale finally got in the game and finally. was you know effective as a as a pass catch out of the backfield more than what we've seen out of Rex Burkhead but for Davis Mills you liked that he was phenomenal against the Blitz against the Raiders right at one point he was perfect against Blitzes with a touchdown he was phenomenal on third downs the houston texans offense, especially early in the game they did themselves favors on first and second downs by making those third downs a whole lot, hit a lot more manageable than what we've seen out of them right a lot of more third and ones third and twos third and fours but then they were able to pick up some big plays on third down as well We yeah, have had a couple of good uh drop off dump off passes to damian pierce some good decisions by davis i was thoroughly impressed with how creative this offense came out, you know uh, how fast they came out. They were making plays, picking up plays. Nico Collins going down, I think, did kind of knock them off rhythm from hmm. that point moving on. They were able to score after that. But uh, for the most part, you wanted Nico to stay in that game. And it just felt like it was a game where he was going to be able to break out. And he started the game fairly high, three catches for 33 yards. Um, but again, this team will move with Damian Pierce. And I think that outside of that fourth quarter, you know, how flat it was until the last, you know, a couple of plays for Davis Mills when he's picking up a lot of those stat padding plays, Davis was able to make some throws that we've been kind of scratching our heads throughout the entire year screaming, why aren't you doing this on a regular? That is what he was able to do on Sunday. And I'm thoroughly impressed for three quarters that this offense offensively was able to continue to move and pick up third downs, which is what they've been struggling with through the first five games of the year.
1: And because they had an opportunity in Las Vegas to pick up third downs, John, listen to his viewers. They only punt the ball one time in this game. And I also think that is a very important stat that we have to mention as well because we all know the struggles that the Texans have been going through throughout the season. Um, I don't know what Davis Mills, Lovey Smith, Pep Hamilton, the rest of the Texans offense. I don't know what they did throughout the bye week, but whatever they was doing, we need to see that consistently throughout the rest of the 2022 campaign.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, within the last five days, I've been able to make enough money to pay my card note for the month with prizepicks.com. I've been trying to tell everybody I can, been trying to tell Cody here, and I know he's not going to hop on board, but I will say this, it's very easy, right? So, this is how it works. Jalen Petrie for the Sunday's game, more or less than 5.5 tackles and assist tackles. Derek Stingley, 4.5, more or less on tackles. Hey, listen, man, it's that simple. You want to choose who's going to get more. Or you want to choose he's going to get less and you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. All you have to do is pick two to five players. And again, it's that simple. You're going to pick and choose if they score more or less. You're not competing with other people. It's just you versus the projections available. You can bet on NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, College football, men's college basketball, women's college b- basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, and a whole lot more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. And the best part about it, safe and fast withdrawals currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. So download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. Again, that simple, that user-friendly. Don't forget to enter promo code on and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen. Recapping Sunday's game, a conversation that we had last week and – I think this conversation will be stretched out through the off season on whether or not uh, a Lovey Smith will have an official defensive coordinator, or what will they do with Lovey Smith if his defense continues to uh, play like this? Right. Um, that's a real conversation for this franchise, Cody.
1: Yeah, it is, and I don't want to look too much into, you know, whether or not Levy Smith is going to be here for another season. I truly do expect him to um, because, like I mentioned, you know, regardless of what the record says, this is a man who has brought a sense of stability to that organization. We all know how in shambles that organization was, and plus, like, you have been preaching, and everybody, you, you know, who covered the Houston Texans have been preaching. Um, Nick Asirio cannot afford to – begin his third season as general manager um going through another head coaching search so you know i expect lovey smith to still be here however i would like to know whether or not he's going to bring in a defensive coordinator and i hate to say it as right now i truly do not believe that is going to be um a possibility because lovey smith believes in his system and every time myself or another colleague of ours question lovey smith about his defensive scheme he get a little defensive um in the press conferences so you know but John as you mentioned look it's still early you know it's still a lot of football to be played you know maybe the Texans defense can finally turn it on and maybe we'll finally get a complete game where the Texans go out there and play well on both sides of the ball but you know like you mentioned that is going to be a topic for conversation that we're going to have throughout this season and even throughout the off season.
0: I think this was a perfect game for Pep Hamilton play caller who's mm-hmm. been under question throughout the throughout the year. And you saw how good this offense can move if they picked up third downs and kept that offense moving. But I think that you know, for a good part of that game, Pep Hamilton and Davis Mills was in sync for the first time, I think, the entire year. And because of Davis Mills in that game making plays with his arm early on. And so I think that allowed for the trust to kind of open up with Pep Hamilton. Again, they had an extra week to prepare. It's 20 points a lot in the NFL in 2022. No, you would like for them to, you know, kind of score more. However, this is a struggling franchise with a struggling offense. And so when we cover this team, we got to cover not only the bad, but the good and how they improved. And I think that that game was improvement from much of the games, many of the games that we've seen so far this year. Um, and I think one huge question mark going out of that game is, do you just kind of cut ties with Tyler Johnson inactive um, for the fourth time since arriving to Houston? And what do you do with Darre? How how often do we see Darre more in this offense who can clearly be effective as a pass catch out of the backfield? Who We saw that on Sunday as well.
1: I mean, that's not a question what you do with Darre. You let Darre play, and you limit the snaps of Rex Burkhead. And look. I'm not surprised by the way Darway played. I mean, I've been preaching ever since training camp that he's a reliable pass catcher out of the backfield and he can give you something in the run game, but... For some reason, Rex Burkhead was still the primary number two running back. Now, with that being said, hopefully they can actually use this game as film to say, you know what, the offense can actually continue moving when we use um, Darre Agumbo Wale. You know, we can actually have a very solid pass catcher, a better version of Rex Burkhead when we use Darre. So, you know, hopefully going into, you know, the game against the, who we play next? The Titus. Titans. I thought so. Ooh, Malik Willis. Ooh, is he going to play if Tannehill not healthy? He's the second quarterback on the roster. Ooh, so that's going to be interesting to see, but you know, going into that game with the Titans and beyond, I'm
0: hoping to expect Ray to be this team's number two running back moving forward. I don't know if we're going to see him be the number two running back because of how much this team has, you know, they love Rex Burkhead. They've been leaning on so far. Uh, up to this point and on Sunday kid had two carries for 8 yards. He also caught five passes for 11 yards. Pretty mundane stuff there mm-hmm. by Rex. Um but leaving out of that game, Pep and Lovey and, and even maybe general manager Nick Sirianni, they got to have a conversation on whether or not they want to continue to put so much trust and opportunities on Rex Burkhead when they have a younger back who we've been kind of screaming all year giving him the opportunity to, to play football sitting there who can do some things offensively for you if a play breaks down or you design a screenplay to go his way. Thank you guys for checking out the recap show of the Locked On Texan podcast. Be sure to check us out on Monday – I mean on, on Tuesday, excuse me, and throughout the week as we continue to cover the Houston Texans who have the Titans coming up, 11 straight games, no breaks, no bye weeks. We're going to mm-hmm. see how many games the Houston Texans can squeeze out of that I am prepared to get attacked on Twitter by uh, Vegas <laughs> Reddit fans because of my comments from the last couple of days. I'm Johnson from Sports Guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked on Texans. Also, go to YouTube, subscribe, like, and comment there as well.
1: And as always, I'm your host, Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at CodyDavis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.